Good morning and welcome. Happy Friday, Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, and we have survived another week. Wow, what a week. Uh, really, when you think about the week that we just had, we don't see things like this very often. We've got a runaway 10-year note uh, hitting a new, I guess, we're looking at seven-year highs. Uh, the ten-year note, uh, two point or two point three point two five uh, this morning. So you're thinking about we've had at least a twenty basis point plus move here in the last two days. The Dow is down another two hundred and thirty points. Uh, the Nasdaq's down a hundred plus. The S and P is down twenty. Uh, gold and silver, they're up, but not huge, but they're up. They're up a little bit. Gold, silver, and crude oil, at least for right now, the only thing that is positive. Uh, we got fake news Friday coming up. Uh, we we, we got to obviously talk about the big news of the day. The government job report. Uh, it, and I'm going to tell you right now, it, it's not as bad as it looked because it did not look good. 134,000 jobs. Now, remember, yesterday I told you, and again, this is kind of the big problem that we have right now. And again, when you think about bubble mentality and tops of markets and all of those things, this is what you can point to. We had these, these soft data points, and I talk about them all the time. Why do I talk about them all the time? Because they... They are misleading. They are what I would call, in my mind, they, they are the most lagging, or well, I don't know if they're the lagging indicator. Really, they're the indicator we need to pay the most attention to because they broke these records in, in both uh, consumer and uh, service sector and manufacturing, all three, in the last, say, 90 days, broke records. Uh, the manufacturing number's off the record, but the other two just hit records, uh, which really is probably the sign that the market has hit the tops. Uh, why you now all of a sudden, I don't know if you saw it, everyone's talking about gold is bottom and gold is bottom, right? All the articles are out now about gold bottoming and all that stuff. But the, today's jobs number was 134,000 jobs. Based on the confidence number from the ISM, that number to match the record confidence level needed to be 500,000. Okay, we know we're close to that. Obviously, the we know where the issue is, uh, which is unfortunate uh, because when you're overconfident, you make mistakes. And, and that's kind of what we're seeing playing out right now. But here's why I say it's not that bad. Because they did get a revision last month, and it was, it was like 70000 So when you put that in, when you take the, the what I would say the uh, August and September numbers, combine them, and actually really throw in July, August, September, right? This is third quarter. It was fine. Right, it all kind of washed out in the wash, right in that somewhere in that you know one ninety to two hundred thousand, which is 
you know, what we've been seeing. So on that side, it wasn't as bad as it looked. Wages actually fell, uh, and, you know, like I said, the whole wage story, uh, it's not nearly as good as it appears, down to 2.8%. Uh, most of that, and we'll talk about it today when we get time, most of that coming in the form of not actual paycheck gain, but gains in the, well, I guess the cost of medical expense. We'll talk about that as well. But the key thing is the 10-year note now uh, driving this market, you, you even go all the way down to the two-year note now, the two-year note uh, sitting right near 290 now, so you're getting ready for the two-year note to cross 3%. Uh, and again, causing stress uh, not only for all these companies that need debt to survive and need to issue debt, it costs more cost the United States government more overnight. I don't know what happened. I'm sure we probably had to send out, uh, whether it be uh, Social Security checks or food stamp checks, the debt jumped $90 billion overnight. We're now at $21 trillion, $610 billion, blah, 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 blah. Uh, again, like I said, listen, this thing's a debt machine. It is skyrocketing. You better get ready. I told you yesterday it's time for a lot of you. I know a lot of you are like, hey, I'm going to wait. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ride the wave of the stocks and all that. Time to get back in. Start adding. If you haven't added, get adding. Because this is real simple, man. This doesn't have anything to do with trade wars or tax cuts or, or Supreme Court nominees or, and the Me Too's and this. It had nothing to do with it. This is just math. The debt is exploding. The cost to finance it is exploding. See, and that's the problem. It's a double whammy. Normally what happens in the quote-unquote normalness which is now gone because the central banks keep busting out these tools in their toolkits, is when the debts start rising, interest rates drop, right? The Federal Reserve is lowering. We haven't seen this combination, which is we already have massive debt, and we're making it even worse, and the Fed is raising on top of it, And now all of a sudden, people are learning how to do math, taking them a while. You won't hear anybody tell you about the jump in the debt today but me, but that's okay. It's coming. Take your radio news hour. Fake News Friday when we get back. One of these things is not like the others. One of these things doesn't belong. Can you tell which thing is not like the others? Before I finish my song. From News Headquarters, this is Fake News Friday. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. What is real? How do you define real? Fake news Friday. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> another Friday, which means it is another episode of fake news. It's our version kind of poking fun at all the things that are out there. Here's what's amazing. 
especially this week, and, and really, if you think about it, all of them, the stories that we're using, we would all, I think everyone was like, oh, that can't be true, right? All of these stories, we don't, you know, you'd want to say, oh, man, they're all fake. The realities are, is really none of them are, you know, what, what we do is on one of them, we'll change a small detail. Not, not a big one. We're changing a small one. Right? So when you really think about it, these are stories that really, for the most part, they're all true. One of them we kind of just kind of manipulate a little bit uh, to make it appear to be not true. But, but really, pay attention to them. Because it, 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 it's like, man, I can't believe this is the world that we truly live in. Uh, Ramon, are we ready? We is are Jason indeed. Here? Yes, indeed. So those of you that don't know, Jason, he runs our Colorado office. He hosts the afternoon show up there and and me and him get to do battle uh ramon can you remind everybody who won last week uh i believe that would be hmm let me check my records here uh you oh that would be me and, yeah and who wins with the exception of when you're not here that's correct and and no way am i uh feeding you the answers right we i want that to be perfectly clear because i know i know jason's thinking that somehow ramon to i have no clue right that is correct. Jason, are you there? Oh, yeah, I'm here. I'm ready to go. <laughs> he's, he's just silently silently waiting in the background, ready to pounce. Well, Joe was, well, Joe, well, Joe was bragging about how good he's doing. The uh, I was watching the national debt clock go up uh, another million dollars, so. though. <laughs> well, it's amazing yeah. how fast it goes up. Yeah, I don't know what happened, but like twice or three times a month, it just goes up like $100 billion. Every other day, it goes up like 3 to $4 billion a day. Except for two or three days of the month where it goes up a hundred billion, uh, and today was one of those days. Ah, oh, what's a what's a couple of billion between yeah, friends, huh? Amongst friends, <laughs> shall we begin? Let's do it. Let's get it on. Former New York Mayor Michael Bloomberg reportedly argued that guns need to be kept out of the hands of minorities in order to keep them alive. Bloomberg said ninety-five percent of murders fall into a specific category: male. Minorities between the ages of 15 and 25. Cities need to get guns out of this group's hands and keep them alive, Bloomberg said. These kids think they're going to get killed anyway because all their friends are getting killed. They just don't have any long-term focus or anything. It's a joke to have a gun. It's a joke to pull a trigger. That's story number one. All right, story number two. Uh, Jeff Flake of Arizona it may not vote to confirm Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh, regardless of the FBI outcome. Flake called the judges' interactions with lawmakers sharp and partisan. We can't have that on the court, said the Arizona senator. The Bureau is examining the sexual assault allegations of Dr. Ford, who uh, also testified. Flake discounted the lie detector test taken by Dr. Ford. He was quoted as saying that he has passed many lie detector tests, so he knows they're not accurate. Story number three. The, <laughs> the Army, they adopted their rifle that they're currently using back in 1963. Now they're looking for a replacement. 
Uh, they may have found it in Martin Greer's Colorado Springs garage. Greer, a self-described inventor who has worked at a local bed and breakfast, built the new ribbon gun with hobbyist tools. It looks like a space-age toy drawn by a fifth grader, but this could be a gun of the future. The Army is studying Greer's gun and has ordered a military-grade prototype. The specifications are incredible. Four six-millimeter barrels cut side-by-side within one steel block. New ammunition blocks fired by electromagnetic actuators that could actually uh, give the weapon a firing rate of 250 rounds per second. And there's a feature that no soldier would want to turn down. It's called a power shot. The shotgun features the sniper shot machine assault gun that can send four bullets simultaneously whizzing towards an enemy at more than 2,500 miles per hour. Which is the fake story? Let's go with Jason today. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll go first. Uh, sometimes it's sometimes this is difficult picking out the uh, the fake story. I, I think I think I've got this one. Anything to do with technology, I think, is within the realm of possibility. So I think that one, that third story, could be real. The Jeff Flake story, I think I saw something a little bit about that. I think that's real. But right when he started reading about the Bloomberg story, I just don't think that guy that wants to risk being called racist by those comments. Yeah, they seem just, a little. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just I don't think him being a liberal would I want to even go and say anything in that ballpark. I don't even think he's courageous enough to. To, to have that sort of, uh, I don't know, honesty about what he's seeing. So I, I think the first, I think Bloomberg didn't say that. That's, I think that's fake, number one. All right, we got Jason for number one and Joe. Well, you know, um, that's good logic. But since Bloomberg doesn't, you know, is no longer in office, mm-hmm. uh, then, you know, usually you get the, the truth serum, if you will. Uh, I believe the, uh, I don't know why, I have no, now, Glenn's a gun guy, Mm because Glenn's the one that does these, so I'm going to say that one is real. Uh, uh, The part that gets me, first of all, I think Jeff Flake, his last name now seemingly is a perfect fit, because that's what I think of him, the guy's a flake, and the fact that, uh, I, I here's the part that I think is not real, is that he could pass the lie detector test, because he tells everybody that he's a conservative Republican, and obviously he's the farthest thing from it, so therefore, ergo, fake story is Jeff Flake. Jeff Flake, story number two, well... Joe, you are a winner once again. That is correct. The fake story is number two, and you got the exact. Wait, can you say who won it again? Who I'm, won? So, I'm so, That would be Joe. Oh, <laughs> big Joe. But uh, yeah, you got the exact part of it that was incorrect as well. The lie detector portion. See, see, I knew it. <laughs> well, and again, I want everyone to know. I promise you, I have no idea. Ramon doesn't tell me. Glenn doesn't tell me. Uh, It's just my great ability to detect BS. Well, let's see how we go on round number two here. We should have some time. Okay, story number one, round number two. Just a third of Americans can pass a multiple-choice U.S. citizenship test, fumbling over simple questions such as because of the Cold War or naming just one thing that Benjamin Franklin is famous for. And of 45 and younger, the passing rate for this, uh, passing the test, is only 19%. Uh, The actual test only requires that 60% of the answers be correct. 
Story number two, most people under 21 won't be able to buy guns in California starting next year under Governor Brown. Announced uh, Friday, uh, people will be uh, prevented under 21 from buying rifles or other types of guns. State law already requires bans of people under 21 from buying handguns. The new law does not exempt law enforcement members of the military and people with hunting licenses from the restriction. Brown pointed out that the shooting at the high schools recently is the reason why that he is uh, shifting this over to under 21. It was determined to help California respond appropriately to the tragic events our country has recently faced in high school campuses. I feel that it is imperative that California leads when Washington refuses to act. Okay, story number three. Scroll down a little bit. Here we go. Uh, A study finds that uh, at least 18,000 randomly selected participants across each branch of the service showed that almost 66% of service members are considered to be overweight or obese. Now, it's right in line with the U.S. where, as of 2015, one in three young adults is still considered too fat to even enlist. Uh, The 2018 report lists that the Army is the, uh, well, basically the fattest of all the military branches, followed by the Coast Guard, uh, Navy, Air Force, and the Marine Corps, bringing up uh, the rear here. So they're the thinnest and the fittest of them all. Okay, which story is the fake story? Let's go with the, let's give Jason another shot here. Let Joe go first. All right, Joe. Oh, there we go. Uh, well, you know what? Yeah, I should. Since I'm in the lead, because I could just copy Jason's answer and win mm-hmm. by default. There you go. So, so um, the citizenship test. Uh, I I think I saw that. Um, I didn't read it, but I saw it. Uh, that makes sense to me, right? And, and of course, uh, the younger uh, you get, the less you even know because people don't teach anything to these kids anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I I believe that one. Um, I could believe you know what is it here? I get it. This is hard because they're all believable. Uh, my brother is a colonel in the uh, reserves, uh, and and I know that he makes fun of me because I'm fat, and uh, has talked about the lack of fitness uh, overall in the uh, in the ranks, if you will. So I'm going to say that one's true. Mm-hmm. I'm sure California is doing something, and because they always do, but uh, I'm going to say somewhere in there. Um, is got to be uh, something made up in that one. So I'm going to say the California gun law is the fake one. All right, story number two, and Jason. Yeah, I I think all three of these could be true. It's almost this one's one of the harder ones I've had. To even I mean, even though I miss a bunch, I, this one even is it's just a shot in the dark. And since Joe picked number two just for gamesmanship, try to tie the thing. I'm going to go with the military number three as being the fake one. All right, you're going to go with number three. Well, the winner is what a surprise! Here it's Joe. Ah! Joe. Oh, Jason. Oh, wait a minute. Did I get it right? You got it right. Okay. Uh, that means Jason got uh, them all wrong. He got them. Uh, he got them all wrong. So it's like he's taking a citizenship test. Sorry, Jason. Well, I did my best. Well, it's Jason, hard to tell J- what's real or fake nowadays. Let's give Jason a chance to redeem himself here really quickly. I pulled up one of the um, 
the questions from the citizenship test. Okay. So if you can answer this correctly. All right. Which one of the following is not a cabinet-level position? Secretary of the Interior, Secretary of Communications, Secretary of Energy, or Secretary of Agriculture? Jason, which one is it is not a cabinet-level position? What was that second one? The second Secretary one, se- Communications. I think it's that one. Mm-hmm. You are correct, sir. That hey, hey he redeems himself. <laughs> Knew you that could do it, is Jason. You, you, you're now qualified to be a citizen of the U.S. Well, well thank you. I, uh, you know, I. It's easier to answer factual questions than weird stories that could be true or fake at any moment. So, <laughs> a little easier for me. Well, Joe, you can continue your gloating. We have a couple more seconds. Yes. Well, anyway, that's uh, another great episode of Fake News Friday because, again, I have been the winner. Uh, thank you, Jason, for playing. And uh, I know this. When we get back from the break, we, we're going to hit the jobs report. We're going to talk about uh, where the 10-year note is going to be heading next. And, of course, obviously a great gold special coming up. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, a daily commentary continuing the conservative pro-family legacy of Phyllis Schlafly. Now the president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Ed Martin. In the last year, PBS aired a special on the Spanish colonization of Florida called Secrets of Spanish Florida. The program explored the 1565 founding of the St. Augustine Settlement by Spanish conquistadors. However, the historical account they present is saturated by a cultural Marxism, focusing on the conflict between society's privileged and its so-called victims. Hammering home a point made often in this program, historian Jane Landers asserted, if you really wanted to look at the founding fathers of the United States, you'd look a lot earlier and you'd look south. Early in the program, the narrator asks, how does it change our thinking about race and immigration in this country to know what really happened? Through this statement, the filmmakers' motives become clear. The filmmakers seek to create some new story and allegory for modern Latin American immigrants. The reimagining of Florida's place in the founding of the United States is yet another sign of the historical revisionist trend, both in media and education. Instead of pursuing countless what-ifs, future documentaries should share Hispanic America's real contributions to our founding. How about the Spaniards who stormed British holdings in the aid of the fledgling United States? Or the hundreds of thousands of dollars raised by Cubans, Puerto Ricans, and Dominicans for General Washington late in the war? The true story of history can easily empower Latin American pride in the United States, but big media and big education just won't let the truth be heard. The truth just doesn't fit their cultural Marxist mold of victimhood. Phyllis Schlafly knew that America's marvelous history, our rapid westward expansion, our vast technological advances, our industrial leaps and prosperity, did not come about through the battle of haves versus have-nots. America leapt forward to exceptionalism because of her can-do attitude that saw all men as equal and hard work as the great lifter of men. It's time for liberal Hollywood and big media to learn that Americans want to be inspired by our real roots, not Marxist fairy tales. We're excited to see more Americans every day rise up and rebuke the demoralizing revisionism of our awesome American story. 
This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. Whether it's the vision of our founding fathers, the courage of our veterans, the moral compass of Christopher Columbus, or the fortitude of presidents like Lincoln and Reagan, the truth of history should not be undercut by liberal ideology. At Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, we honor history even as we look to the future. Join us at phyllisschlafly.com. That's phyllisschlafly.com. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Don't forget, go out to allamericangold.com. Uh, yesterday we talked about uh, the report from Bloomberg about the Chinese putting in a uh, a spying chip on all of these servers uh, affecting Amazon and Apple and the CIA and so much more. And of course, uh, today. I know that Apple and Amazon are refuting the the errors that they they I don't know if they actually said whether or not they did or didn't but they they're they're doing the oh that story had so many errors it's hard to count uh I don't know uh but but as I promised you yesterday they're up there you can read it for yourself uh we we need to talk about what's happened so what changed why is it in the last two days, right, we've lost uh, 450 to 500 points on the Dow. <laughs> what happened? We got the greatest economy, uh, you know, this this millennial. And the unemployment rate is, well, after today, I got I will get to it, but let's just say this, we hit a new low. A new low on the unemployment rate. Uh, let's get to the numbers. 134,000 jobs created, according to the Labor Department, in the month of September. Again, right? They, You know what's funny, too? I, I don't know if you've noticed. Like, every month's the same. And what I mean by that is the estimate is 185,000, like, every month. <laughs> what's the 185,000? What's the 185,000? Uh, do we even need to have those? Right? I mean, obviously, no one's really working that hard to be creative to come up with those. Uh, the 134, uh, the slowest pace since September of last year. Uh, by the way, um, there was a 87,000 job revision to July in August. To the good. That's why I kind of said it's not that bad. Right, the 134, not as bad as it appears uh, because of the revisions. August, by the way, had the biggest one. So if you kind of, you know, August and September kind of average themselves out. Unemployment rate. This is where things got really interesting. 3.7%. The lowest since December of 1969. By the way, to take that number out, 3.5. Yeah, so here we are. We're running deficits. Now, we're in fiscal year 2019. The deficit, the the small number, is going to be well above a trillion dollars. And yet, the unemployment rate is going to be, you know, at least starting out, at 
which would be the lowest in uh, you know uh, fifty years, right? We're all, you know because fiscal year twenty nineteen, go back to nineteen sixty nine, the lowest in fifty years. The number of people working part time for economic reasons. See, and again, there's so many different numbers. So if you use the first number, the 134,000, that sounds pretty good. Well, and, and I get it. It's actually, it doesn't sound very good. Let me, I misspoke. That doesn't sound good, but you add the revisions in, and it's okay, right? It's kind of right in there, right in that average, that 185. But here's what's been happening. It's been happening for a long time. The number of people that got a job, but it was only part-time, 263,000, which actually, when you do the math, means we lost another, what, 150-plus thousand full-time workers. We lost them. They're gone. Those watching the jobs report are keeping an eye on the increase in the average hourly earnings, right? Uh, it ticked down to 2.8%. Uh, but I, I'm not going to say that's a, a horrible or good or bad. Uh, again, here's the problem with the number. doesn't mean your paycheck went up 2.8%. I wish it did. Most of that is going to be the company says, you know, like all of us, we know healthcare costs went up. So we're paying more, so that should count. Uh, and it should. But the problem, again, is it doesn't mean your actual pay went up. But the government doesn't care. And I shouldn't say the government, the central bank doesn't care. Right? They like that number. Not too hot, not too cold. By the way, what we call the real unemployment rate. So the government comes out with six numbers, okay? They use the lowest number. And how they came about this number is they started to change how they use the calculation. We used to go back to 1969. We didn't have six unemployment rate. We had one. And it was very simple to understand. Do you want a job and don't have one? Then you're unemployed. Do you have a job but it's only part-time, and you want full-time. All right, well, then you're unemployed, right? That's how they used to count it. It didn't matter how long you were searching for, hey, I've been unemployed for six months. No, you still count. Are you still looking? You still count. They've done away with so many different things. But again, I'm going to tell you why they don't know what they do. And why it is, why is the Dow down 500 points in the last two days? Because we got the 10-year note at a 
which any time outside of the last 10 years would be considered ridiculously low? Because the answer really is simple. The real unemployment rate, the one that doesn't use funny math or new new uh, Federal Reserve type thinking, the academic thinking of, well, obviously, we're the smartest people in the room, so therefore, ergo, we can't be making mistakes, actually rose to 7.5% in September. We'll talk about that when we return. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. The Dow's down two hundred eighty-five points now, so that's the lowest of the day. Uh, the Nasdaq's down one hundred and forty. Uh, the S and P's down twenty-six. Uh, gold's up about three bucks, uh, right around twelve hundred dollars. Uh, the supply crunch getting worse. Um, I'm going to just tell you what we got, and and here's the problem. Not only are, is, is supply tight the the grades now to get any type of quantities right now they're saying hey at least AUs are better they want a lot of money for them the the things that we have this is what I want you to buy and buy them okay here's what we've got we've got 20 25 max $10 Liberty gold pieces those are the right the old again. What do we do here? I want you to buy them cheap, right? I want you to buy as close to spot as possible, and I want you to be as private as possible. What does that mean? I want you to be able to buy it, sell it, trade it, not have to worry about ten ninety nines, not have to worry about any of that stuff, and maybe, maybe, when and hear me out, when they confiscate gold again, you get to keep it. Maybe. So I've got twenty to twenty five. $10 Liberty Gold pieces. I'm going to do them at 675 bucks. Okay, 675 I've got 20 $20 gold pieces. I'm going to do those. You know what? I'm going to, I'm going to knock 20 bucks off for those. 1295 So you got 1295 on a 20 675 on a 10. I have no fives. I've got no one tenth ounce. I, I just they're just not out there. Uh, matter of fact, we got told uh, for for those of you, and not that we you know unfortunately we don't do a lot of Indians because there's just none. Uh, this morning, Arlene got told there's not even forget about XF, forget about VFs, uh, AUs gone. Uh, and, and again, we've seen this over the last now what six to eight weeks, uh, and now of course now we're hearing oh gold's bottom, gold's bottom, gold's bottom because the rates the, the the yields are spiking now. Right, debt is getting repriced, and guess what? It's a lot more expensive than it used to be, and it's only going to get more so. Silver. We 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 had some yesterday. Here's what we got told uh, by the Bullion Bank this morning. 
We've got some. Some backdate Silver Eagle. So our lead's like, well, what does that mean? Uh, some. Less than a case. So I, I, I'm going to say we've got 15 rolls of backdate Silver Eagles. And we're going to run those today at 360. We do have 2018. So those are the only thing that's readily available. And even those, right? there's not a ton. Uh, rolls of 2018 Silver Eagles 370. So buy the older ones. Because guess what? Those 2018 are going to be considered backdate here in what? Less than 90 days. Take the time. It's time. Think about what we talked about yesterday in Denver. Sales fell 30% in a month. Dallas, Fort Worth, New York, right? It's here now. Housing now a headwind, right? And the part of the big jobs growth was construction. That's probably going to fade. The the real issue is the bond market because I've been saying it all. That's where the big bubble is. The big bubble's in the bond market and now, now you have these days where just all of a sudden you woke up and overnight we're another $100 billion in debt. The 10-year note at three and a quarter is nothing. Right? They lie to us about inflation. Inflation's only getting worse. Listen, the trade stuff still happening. Listen, we're, we're, we're already into October, and they haven't even had a meeting. Remember, in January, the tariffs that are at 10 go to 25. They're coming. Rates are going to continue to rise. Mattress firm uh, did it. I told you yesterday they're going to file. They did it. Somewhere they're, they're, they're saying 700 stores right now, but they, 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 there's a, it could be more. And I think it will be. Probably be at least 1,000. More empty spaces. By the way, vacancies now for retail at the highest in eight years. And, and according to the people that I follow, this is just the beginning. I don't know. Let's talk about the 10 year right now at three and a quarter that's causing pain. The Fed, everything I've seen from the Fed, they're hiking again in December, and they're going to hike at least two or three more times next year, at least right now. I wouldn't be shocked to see the 10-year above three and a half, uh, which is uh, way, way more than Wall Street was hoping for. Uh, by the end of the year, uh, if the Fed follow throughs on what they say, we should be above four. But again, there's tricks that could be played to try to keep it down. But anyway, I think the path now clearly higher. Uh, we kind of broke out of that range. Uh, I just saw a headline where the 30-year note now is above 340. Uh, so, so the path on rates is higher, which means right. Think about it. All the credit card debt you have, all the student loan debt, anybody that wants to buy a car, anybody that wants to buy a home, all of these things are getting a lot more expensive, uh, which means, right, again, and I've been telling you, right, we're going to slow down. Unfortunately, that just means the debt gets even bigger. 
Patriot Radio News Hour final segment on a Friday coming up next. 800-951-0592. Again, we've got 2020s. Um, they're twelve ninety five. If you, I, I some of them are. I have I have some saints here, so I know some of them will be saints at twelve ninety five. Got about twenty ten dollar libs. Six hundred and seventy five. Then we've got about fifteen rolls of backdate silver eagles at three sixty. That's what we want you to buy today because that's the best prices we got at eight hundred. Nine five one zero five nine two. So the market kind of showing you how much debt corporates have. Got to remember now they don't do debt like we do debt, right? They don't do thirty year fixed rates, right? They they do the cheapest debts possible, right? Which so they borrow very short term and they roll it over and roll it over and roll it over, right? That's the game they play. And now when these companies go to roll over, it got more expensive, right? This is why we've seen a huge spike in the number of companies now warning on fourth quarter profits. It's going to be a big deal. And then you start seeing, when you really think about what is happening here, we've had a big spike in rates but the dollar didn't go with it, right? Remember, we, we had the dollar, you know, the dollar was at 88 and went all the way to 97. Now it's back sitting at 94, 95. But it wasn't because of the reasons that normally are associated with the strong dollar, right? We, got, we did have a, a bump from tax cuts, but most of that strength had to do with emerging markets suffering from higher rates and and some tax things and whatnot. But now we're seeing all of a sudden now the dollar weakening on these rates. I think that trend continues because as the dollar or as the rates rise, what happens? Our debts go skyrocketing. The economy slows, right, and we put all this pressure on the markets, and we're going to see more and more and more of this. And I'm going to tell you right now, if we aren't careful, we could see huge increases in the debts. Uh, if this 10-year note, uh, Jeffrey Gunlet, one my favorite guy, warned again. Matter of fact, I think Ramon has them up on our site. I didn't get to it today, but I'm going to tell you right now, Remember how they fixed the problem. And I've been telling you and telling you and telling you. They fixed the problem of debt by adding triple the amount of debt. Now they're raising the cost of the debt. What do you think is going to happen? And and a lot of people, and I'm not talking about me, a lot of people way smarter than me. They know, right, this does not end well uh, for the country that has what the most debt, the more debt, more debt than the world has ever seen. Uh, so it's going to be very, very interesting uh, to see how all of this is playing out. Again, remember though, let's remember who caused it. It was the central bank that did it, 
They left rates at zero for a decade. What do they think is going to happen? They already know. 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back next week.